Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. You know, recently I went in for my annual checkup, and um, I always have to have a blood test. And I was thinking so much about our blood and what it reveals. In fact, uh, today our blood can reveal everything from a vitamin deficiency to maybe a disease that's lurking in our bodies. And that made me think on the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, Scripture details the blessings of the cross, of the covenant of Christ, of the Lord, of the Lamb, all on behalf of Jesus, and even tells about the blood of Gethsemane. The blood of Christ, when it was shed, brought a blessing on us as believers. We need to learn to pray and to to plead the blood of Christ on our lives and in the lives of our family. So let's uh, start with the blood of the cross. In Colossians 1.20, it tells us, because of Jesus' blood shed on the cross, that we now have peace with God the Father. So that is the first blessing that the blood brought was peace with God the Father. I love the Amplified Version, which reads, And God purposed that through, by the service, the intervention of Him, the Son, all things should be completely reconciled back to Himself, whether on earth or in heaven, as through Him, the Father made peace by means of the blood of His cross. So, beloved, through the blood of the cross, you and I now have peace, the blessing of peace with God the Father. So when doubts assail you and you come up, you know, maybe thinking and doubting many things in your life, you must remember that the cross has brought you the peace of God. He has made peace with that cross. That's a wonderful blessing because without peace, where would we be? I've often said that if I was not a Christian for any other reason, I would be a Christian because of the peace that I have in my life through Jesus Christ. So the first blessing that we can count on of the blood of the cross is peace. Secondly, The blood of the covenant brought the blessing of sanctification. In Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21, in the Amplified Version, we read that now may the God of peace, that's that wonderful blessing of peace, who is the author and the giver of peace, who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood that sealed, in other words, ratified, the everlasting agreement, the covenant, the testament, 
to strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be and equip you with everything good that you may carry out his will while he himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to whom be the glory forever and ever to the ages of ages. Amen. But it says the everlasting agreement, the covenant, the testament of the blood of Christ. You know, uh, just as with peace and reconciliation to God, it sanctifies and cleanses us is the covenant blood blessing. God has promised that through the blood of Christ to clean us up. It is the Holy Spirit imparted in us and through us that sanctifies and sets us apart to do the will of God on this earth. Only the pure blood of Jesus Christ, beloved, cleanses us from all sin. What a wonderful, beautiful thing that we can look to as the blood of Christ cleanses us from all of our sins, sanctifies us. That's what the blood of Christ does. The Bible speaks also of the blood of Christ and its blessing of redemption. You know, God bought you back. He redeemed you. He redeemed me for a purpose. And that purpose is to live for him while we are here on earth. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 19, it reads, And if you call upon him as your father, who judges each one impartially according to what he does, then you should conduct yourselves with true reverence throughout the time of your temporary residence on earth whether it's long or short. You must know, recognize that you were redeemed. You were ransomed from the useless, fruitless way of living inherited by tradition from your forefathers, not with corruptible things such as silver and gold, but you were purchased with the precious blood of Christ the Messiah like that of a sacrificial lamb without blemish or spot. What a beautiful thing to think that the blood of Christ has bought us back. We have the blessing of redemption through Jesus Christ's blood. So we're looking at the cross. The blessing was the peace. The blood of the covenant. The blessing was the sanctification. The blood of Christ, as scripture points out, is the blessing of redemption. And now in 1 Corinthians, if we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it tells us that um, the blood of the Lord, the blessing of the blood of the Lord is rightly discerning our motives and our attitudes. And what this is talking about in um, the scripture, it starts with 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 and Paul, this is talking about taking communion. And 
and the elements of the supper. And it says, For I received from the Lord himself that which I passed on to you. It was given to me personally that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was delivered up and while he, his betrayal was in progress, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this to call me affectionately to remembrance. And when supper was ended, he took the cup also, saying, This cup is the new covenant ratified and established in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it to call me to remembrance. For every time you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you are representing and signifying and proclaiming the fact of the Lord's death until he comes. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way that is unworthy of him will be guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Let a man thoroughly examine himself, and only when he has done so should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body, eats and drinks a sentence, a verdict of judgment upon himself. So here we are told that the blessing, another blessing of the blood of the Lord is that we are to rightly discern our motives and our attitudes when we are taking communion. You know, this is a very important passage because we are to examine ourselves here before we take and eat of the cup of the Lord Jesus Christ. So our motive and our attitude should be pure and the shedding of his blood gives him the right to not only be our savior of our lives, but also to be the Lord of our lives. And if he is the Lord of our lives, then we need to give him permission, beloved, to rightly discern through his spirit, our motives and our attitudes, you know, when we are partaking of the cup of the blessing of Christ. So let's just recap for a minute. The blood of the cross, the blessing is peace. The blood of the covenant, covenant, the blessing is sanctification, set apart. Um, the blood of Christ, the Bible speaks of the blessing of redemption. And the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the, in the blessing that comes with the blood of the Lord, making him Lord of your life, is that we rightly discern our motives and our attitudes. This is truly faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417 451-5636.